0: Hello, product innovators. Today, we learn from an e-commerce expert on what specific online platforms are best for selling a new product direct to consumers.
1: You're listening to the Product Startup Podcast. Now onto the show.
0: Welcome back, everyone. Today I'm excited to introduce Deirdre Sheehan to the show. Deirdre is the president of Growth Boss, an e-commerce strategy agency. Her team helps product startups scale to six and seven-figure online product businesses. Today, Deirdre is going to describe which online sales platforms are the best for inventors, startups, and small manufacturers that are looking to sell their product directly to end consumers, along with some best practices on those sales platforms. Now on to the episode. Hi, Deirdre. Welcome to the show.
2: Hi, Kevin. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> yeah,
0: glad to have you here. So I understand that you're Australian, but uh, 18 months ago, you moved to New York City.
2: I did. Yeah, it was um, it was a great time to move <laughs> over here to the States and to New York. I should, um, yeah, let me tell you, but I've had heaps of fun. I've had so much fun over here.
0: <laughs> so you were moving then from the winter and coming to New York in the summer. And basically yeah. on, the, on that same day.
2: Yeah, it was insane. We had, um, it was us, uh, my husband and I, and basically I think between us, we had like eight suitcases. That was all we brought. And we were <laughs> in, you know, garbed up in our winter gear over in Sydney. And then we come over here and it is hot. It is stinking hot. And we're dragging our eight suitcases around. And it was like, let me tell you, it was messy and just not not a good side.
0: <laughs> you know, I've seen a lot of people do it the reverse where they're coming from you know, coming from summer and landing in winter yeah. in shorts. So I think it's a lot better that you did it that way in any yeah, case. Yeah,
2: probably. <laughs> yes.
0: Well, I'm very excited today to talk about e-commerce. It's a big deal. It's it's continuing to increase as a major launch platform for both new startup products, hardware products, but also companies that are releasing their next iteration of products uh, Mm -hmm. as a first launch space. So I'm excited to talk to you about e-commerce. Uh, just give our listeners a bit of a background on how you got into uh, the space of uh, being an expert in the in the e-commerce world.
2: Yeah, it's uh, I feel like it's a long and convoluted journey. But just to <laughs> to give you the cliff notes version, I you know, I started in corporate, um, as a lot of us entrepreneurs do in in banking. Um, my first business was actually in hospitality, um, but then you know fast forward. I um, ran a digital marketing agency. I started my own e-commerce product in um, skincare. And now here I am. (laughs) There's obviously a lot that happened in the meantime. But yeah, I'm really passionate about e-commerce because I think there's just some really, really cool opportunities, as you said, out there for people who are getting into it.
0: Absolutely. So let's break e-commerce down top down. What are the different platforms, um, at least some of the main platforms right now for people to launch their products on uh, digitally?
2: Yeah, and and um, look, there's platforms from like a um, what I call your. Your, your shop. So you're, you know, the, the place where you make the transaction and there's platforms where you want to go and actually find your audience. Um, and so you would, you know, you would know, Kevin, like a lot of the platforms where you, you know, it's like transactions that shop, but it can be a Shopify, um, a WooCommerce, BigCommerce, um, even at Amazon, um, Etsy, eBay, you know, those are kind of the platforms that you can be on to just sell the thing that you're looking to sell. Um, but then what you really want to be focusing on very quickly is actually, because you need to go find your audience, right? You need to go, You need to go, um, you know, for for people who are going direct to consumer, you need to go out there and you need to fill um, your, what I call your funnel. You need to go fill your your sales funnel. Um, And you do that through platforms like, you know, Facebook, Instagram, um, Pinterest is is up and coming. TikTok is up and coming. Clubhouse is a new one. You know, there's all these different platforms that are popping up everywhere that, you know, you want to just make sure though that you don't want to be overwhelmed. So don't try to be on all of them. You want to be on the ones where you are fairly confident that your audience is on. Um, so a pretty safe bet, um, I always say, is going to be Facebook because there's over 2 billion people on there. <laughs> so you're going to, have, you're going to you know, hit your audience at some point <laughs> on, on that platform. Um, so that's a really great place to start.
0: Uh, that's great. So let's unpack uh, Facebook. So you know, high level, we've got our two platforms, essentially your, your platforms which attract and then your transactional platforms which are actually selling. Yeah. So first things first is we need to attract people to be interested in our product. Yes. Um, and Facebook, I agree, it's a fantastic opportunity. Uh, break down Facebook and how it can be used um, and how it should be used to start generating interest around your product
2: yeah so that, this is a really good one because I think a lot there's this um I want to say misconception um in in the you know in the marketplace or in the industry for anyone coming into business and I hear this a lot um, I work with a lot of e-commerce business owners and you know they come to me and they're like I've tried all I've tried running all these ads and then just not converting and I'm like oh okay cool like tell me a little bit more about that you know when did you start get start your business and they were like like two weeks ago a month ago like you know three months ago and I'm like okay, I think there's a reason why they're not working. And so that's what I kind of wanted to talk about, which is, you know, and I'm going to be honest, I started my own e-commerce business with this same misconception. Um, so it's not like I know any better. I literally came I came across this because I made the, all the same mistakes, um, which is I was like, this is going to be easy. I know how to run ads. I know how to run Facebook ads. So I just need to build my own e-commerce brand, run some ads and money in the door. Right. But unfortunately, we'd all be millionaires if it worked that way. (laughs) So it doesn't work that way. Um, What we don't get told is that there's this missing step in between of you actually have to find your audience, build an audience, and it it can be a small base to begin with, you know, 50 to hundred people, but you need to know who they are before then you can actually start effectively um, running ads to people like them, to people who have similar interests. Um, Otherwise, Otherwise, you are going to be spending a lot of money just trying to find them with your ads. Um, and I made that same mistake. I spent like $1,200. I don't even, I can't even believe I did that. Um, trying to find my people through ads and it just didn't work. Um, so really the, what I tell my, cli- my clients and anyone that I come across is, especially if you have a new business, you want to do it organically first. So find your audience, find individual, literally individuals organically Make, make sure that they are the right buyer because we all have a hypothesis about who our buyer is, but sometimes that's not the case. Make sure that they're, right, that they're the right buyer. Build that audience of ideal buyers and then you want to reinvest into ads um, from there. And that's how you actually do it cost-effectively um, to, yeah, to, to actually get the traffic in.
0: So build some fans before you're trying to sell. And you know there's a bit of a side note here uh, talking about Kickstarter and Indiegogo we have a lot of clients that look at that as the end game whereas okay i'm ready to go to production i've got my prototypes and uh, you know i've got all my materials to go on there and i'm going to go on there and they're going to sell all kinds of product for me because i've got this great new product but what they're missing is this critical step that you're talking about here is getting those interested parties in the door before you ask them to buy yeah and that is absolutely critical to the su- success of almost any e-commerce campaign and you obviously went through that that journey yourself right you start, tried to advertise first you're asking yeah. people for money first before they even know a what your product is or how it's a value to them or just why that product is going to change their life or, or create a, a you know pain point resistance uh, yeah. you know improvement or whatever you want to call it but realistically speaking people aren't instant decision makers for the most part. And you're losing a lot um, of money on the table as well if you're trying to convert only the instant buyers. You're missing all of those people who you may have, might have been able to curate over time to become buyers when you're actually ready to pull the trigger.
2: Totally. And- so that's
0: great insight. So how does that work on Facebook? I know one of the biggest benefits of Facebook is around targeting. Mm-hmm. So how do you actually build your tribe before you're ready to send them to the buy now button?
2: Yeah. So, and I, 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 get this question a lot because people are like, but I have a Facebook page, you know, and I like, I, I post on there all the time and it doesn't get any engagement. I'm like, yes, you kind of have to understand a little bit more about Facebook and how it works because Facebook page is great for credibility. You need one just to, you know, if people are searching you, they can come across your brand um, and know that you have a page, <laughs> which I don't know why it, it, it's there for credibility, but you know, it, you know, it, it does provide that. But really, if you think about how I like to think about platforms, um, any any social media platform, is what is their strategy? What is their end game? What is it that they that they are trying to build? And then you want to align with that. Um, so with Facebook, for example, um, you know if you kind of look through their their history, it was like very much about the the personal profile, which is great. And then it became now they need to monetize it. So let's build you know business pages um and that was great and then it came to a point where i was like no we really need to monetize it so we we hook the people we hook the businesses in um and now it's like okay we're not going to let you um we're gonna we're not going to show your post until unless you pay us to um which is where all of these this boosting comes into it right and that you'll always see if you have a business page on there they're always telling you hey spend five dollars spend ten dollars to boost this post (laughs) and that's because you know they want to monetize it and so it kind of the strategy kind of um went you know, just like helping businesses have it be a place where you could, you know, promote your services for pretty cost-effectively cost, cost effectively, um, to wanting to charge for that. And now it's all about they're back to, you know, we, we really want to build communities. We really we want people to spend more time on Facebook and to do that it's going to be through communities, which is why I tell all my clients um, it's a little bit, it might be a little bit counterintuitive because, um, you know, they're always like, I don't know what, like, I don't know what you mean when you talk about products or hardware, you know, physical things. Um, But I tell them, build a Facebook group, right? Because you want to build your own community, your own tribe um, in and align with the strategy of the platform. And the strategy of the platform is to build community. So you want to do that. And so what I find really effective is, and why that's effective as well is because when you look at, you know, when people are like, but I have a Facebook page, it's not getting any engagement. It's not getting any reach and then they build, they have their own group, they can see, like, it's like chalk and cheese. The the reach and the engagement on a, a group post versus a page post um, is miles apart, which is, and you can see that's because Facebook wants to reward <laughs> certain behaviours. Um, so that's kind of, that's like, so that's that's one, one thing, right? Build your Facebook group. The other reason why I like that is because then you have a, um, I call it kind of like, and we can definitely go into you know, what a sales funnel means, but I call your group and your, and your email database, actually, those two things, the middle of your funnel. Okay. You need a landing page, you, uh, not a landing page, you need a, um, a, a net, you need somewhere for your people to land. Um, and so I always say either email um, or your Facebook group, because those are right now the two um, best places for you to be able to reach your audience um, almost one-to-one. Um, because you know you're not yes in a group you're at the mercy of your of still and you know that it, this could definitely change 100%. Um, but right now um, your your post actually gets a lot of reach. Um, you can actually tag people that are in your group so that they can see you note. Know, like there's a lot of cool things that you can do um, with that. Um, and so so that's so what I say is you want a, a a landing place landing place for these people for your for your tribe. And then when you start to actually advertise um, or run ads with things like interest targeting, um, with lookalike audiences, you actually have a place for them to go right now where you can continue to nurture them. You can continue to, you know, without it being quite cold. Like, and the reason why I like that rather than, for example, your website is because especially if you haven't launched yet, your website can be a little bit cold. It's kind of like a you kind of slam me into a brick wall in a way. Like, you know, you're you're going to a website and it's like, well, now what? Um, especially if you don't have something that yet to sell, um, you know, which I know a lot of your audience might not because they're still in, you know, invention mode. Um, and they, you know, they, so the best place actually for, for you to get your audience is in a group so you can nurture them. You can talk to them. You can actually connect with them, you know, human to human, person to person, have them believe and buy into you and your cause and what it is that you're trying to do. Um, and then when you're ready to sell them something, immediate sales.
0: Right. And that, that comes down to, I mean, that that's great, right? Focus on the group, the tribe, your followers, your fans, before you're ready to sell, because you can then um, what we call kind of cross-pollinate, mm. which is where your know what you're talking about so if you've got a lot of activity on the group it will actually start to cross-pollinate your Facebook page because people will say well I'm very interested this person is active they're helping this company is giving me value where can I learn more where can I learn about what they do Mm -hmm. and of course it's all in line with your brand and whatnot so it's a very easy transition for them at that point to say I know these folks I trust them I like the problem that they're trying to solve and now I can start you know, looking at at their avenues as you bring offers to them, it's going to be very closely aligned to many of that 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 many people within that audience group. So, if we talk about cross pollination, um, you know, you, you've you've talked about Facebook group pollinating to a potential page or a sales channel. Uh, how do we use other medias uh, or mediums, I should say, like Instagram or even TikTok, yeah. to now start building that uh, tribe? curating that as you said middle of the funnel group the yeah. pre-purchase group yeah. um what can we do to use other platforms and what other platforms do you like and how do you actually use those to start kind of enhancing um you know enhancing the, the your product essentially
2: yeah so um the the platforms that i'm really liking right now um like obviously instagram and facebook because it has the most audience but with in a way, it's good and bad with that, right? Because there's a lot of people on there, but then the, the bad thing is there's a lot of people on there, <laughs> which means that there are a lot of other businesses, it's very saturated, so it's very hard for your message to cut through. Um, but obviously for credibility for reach like for potential reach purposes, you want to be on those platforms. Um, the other great thing about Instagram as well, um, is that it is the one um place that um easily connects with other platforms like clubhouse which is a brand new platform um you know because you can put your you can link your instagram profile to yep i'm
0: having fun on clubhouse by the way that that is new
2: (laughs) awesome we should totally um we should totally um co-host a room by the way um so
0: yeah
2: awesome so yeah so you know clubhouse same with tiktok you know you can link your instagram page to your tiktok profile um and the so yes i like it I'll always like Facebook and Instagram for those purposes. Um, I'm really liking Pinterest as well for hardware slash product based businesses, because the thing that you sell is very um, visual, right? Because it's a thing. (laughs) Um, And whether it's even sketches of it, or, you know, or or of it in context, or not even your product, but just, you know, the context of depending on what you're selling. Um, Like, for example, if I think about skincare, then it's a context of, bathrooms it's you know your it's your living it's 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 become it it becomes more lifestyle um which I, which is why i really love pinterest um and the, the thing with pinterest it, as well is that it's very um similar to google it's very search it's an, um what it's search focused which means that there are people on there have an intention Um, So because when they search, it means that you know that they're, you know, partway through in terms of the process, the biopsychology, psychology psychology process, like they're, they're already problem aware slash solution aware whereas the great thing about a facebook is that it creates a demand so it's more these are people who might be symptom aware and you're actually bringing them along the curve by making them problem aware and then therefore solution aware i know i'm throwing all these terms out there so please stop me if you need me to like go into anything but um and then tiktok um is actually really cool because yes it has a it has a um a younger audience which um which is why i actually tell a lot of our clients don't actually spend a lot of time on their Um, you know, trying to create your own videos and trying to make things go viral. Because the last thing that I want people to do as they are starting to build a business is to become overwhelmed by all these platforms. Because you can 100% be on all these platforms, but that means that you're not going to be effective at any one of them. That's just how how we are, right? As humans, um, we have to focus. So what I would say is focus on probably Instagram and Facebook and your Facebook group. That's what I would focus on. And then I would leverage a platform like a TikTok to not actually be on there from a profile, from a brand perspective, but more so um, engage with influencers on TikTok to actually help a drive an audience, but also be create content for you. Um, and when we talk about cross-pollination, the reason why, cause I, and you know, I get asked this all the time, but like, but why TikTok everyone's so young? Like I, and yes, they are young. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Um, the, the demo, the demographic is changing slightly. Like it is getting a little bit older as it right. becomes more and more, um, prevalent. But the reason why I really like it is because when you get influencers on there creating content for you, that content actually makes really good Facebook ads and Instagram ads, Um, and very clever. (laughs) Yeah. So you're actually repurposing things, um, and thinking about things a bit differently. Right. Um, and the reason why I like, and and the reason why TikTok videos do so well on, you know, on Facebook and things like that is because of the pattern interrupt. Um, and so whenever I talk to my clients about, you know, the, all of their messaging, whether it's on email, whether it's on, um, an an ad, whether it's a post, you always want to be thinking about how do I interrupt my audience's pattern because that's the only way that they're going to actually stop and pay attention to what it is you're trying to say um and so that's why i like leveraging tiktok videos for that purposes right
0: how how do you interrupt their patterns that is key you in marketing that's always been a known thing that unless you interrupt somebody's pattern you are not generating interest because whatever you're offering is even if it's for the better which obviously you know it, it, hope, hopefully, your product is for the better. Yeah. Then, ideally, uh, you still need to uh, you still need to convince somebody to change their habit, uh, to to either purchase your product or to use your product or to understand that that's a pain point that now can be solved or whatever else. But it's it's changing. It's creating a disruption, a positive disruption, but a disruption nonetheless in their in their life. Um, something I want to highlight on that, particularly when it comes down to hardware products especially for the listeners here, whether you're developing your first product or whether you've been in the product business for 50 years and you're, and you're innovating on your next uh, next version or next product, the big key here is is that building this following of, of people, um, as Deirdre is saying, the community, not, not your buyer, but the community one level up the, the sales funnel to your buyer, your, your tribe, your group, your community around the pain point that you're solving. Doing that is actually far easier than people think. You don't have to be changing the world to build a tribe. That's one of the first and biggest, strongest, you know, arguments to this um, that startups especially think about. They say, well, look, my widget is, is just, you know, improving the flushing of a toilet or something like that. Right. I, I mean, you know, you, you've got so many products which seem like, okay, it's just a slight improvement or a slight modification, but you've got a planet of seven billion people. So if that is solving a continual everyday frustration for even a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of percent of people, that's a lot of people who will be very interested and be an advocate for you as the hero who has come up with the solution to that problem. Not only come up with the solution, but you're actually the one that's going to execute and create an option for them to solve that problem. And that has an incredible amount of power and value. So anybody with their invention, anybody with their product that's helping in any way to any demographic, no matter how niche it is, can build this tribe. And in fact, as you mentioned, Deirdre, the, the more niche you make it, the, the exponentially easier it is to actually build the tribe, to actually hit the very direct pain point that they have. And we talk a lot about focus on the show. So now, you know, talking about simplicity, Deirdre, you you've mentioned a lot of things um, in terms of many different social platforms here. Mm. It may sound a bit daunting. But it really isn't that daunting to execute, right? What are if you were starting out a product uh, tomorrow, a new one, and I know you've done a <laughs> few and you've worked with many clients who have, but what yeah. what are some of the first few steps that that anybody can do fairly easily just to get the ball rolling at least, and and, and then from there, you know, how, how do they how do they grow that uh, that that system? What's the easiest, lowest hanging fruit things that they can do?
2: Yeah, so I think the first thing is. As we said, find your people. Um, so get on um build your Facebook group or your Instagram page or your uh, actually I wouldn't say Facebook page as to begin with. If you could only do one thing, I would either build your Facebook group or your Instagram page.
0: Perfect. Um and, and then, that's free and it takes 10 minutes.
2: Exactly, exactly. So. Um and you know what? It does not have to be perfect. Like I, again, I do work with a lot of clients and, and a lot of them are are women um, and perfectionism is one. It's like, <laughs> I do it too. So guys, it does not have to be perfect. It does not have to look like the best thing. But what I want you to do is how can you be really real On those platforms. So, how can you show up as you? How can you show up with, you know, talking to the 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 problem that you're trying to solve or the the end result that you're trying to get your customer to, Um, and and doing that, and then you will start to find that you will have other people rally around you who either have that problem right now or looking to get that to that after point to that result that you're that you're going to help them get to. Um, Does not have to be perfect. Does not have to look the best. Um, eventually, once you actually get into the swing of things and you know that platform inside out, which you will, trust me, you will, then yeah, you can start thinking about how do I make this look a little bit prettier? How can I make this look more cohesive? How can I start to put brand- branding behind it? But guys, like I, I would highly suggest just get started. Just get, that's that's just get that's started. It. And just get started. I think you
0: mentioned it right there. Just start posting authentic value. Like, what are you trying to do? How are you changing the world? You don't have to spend. A week figuring out what post you're going to put on your on your yeah. Facebook group. Just get what, what's on top of mind. What are you trying to solve? How are you trying to solve it? Who are yeah. some people there that, that that you're trying to solve it for? And you know, what's some news in the space? What are some articles of, of uh, you know highlighting others that are maybe going through the same pain point? It shouldn't take you no more than five minutes, at least in the early days, to to think about a post, to to type up something quick, two or three sentences and to get it out there. And at least you've started. Obviously, you want to be a little bit more um, strategic as you, as you grow. But I'm a big fan of just get the ball rolling. It's all about execution. Uh, Deirdre, so if people do want to take it to the next level and and start enhancing their brand, uh, either pre-sale or post-sale um, across a number of platforms and understand kind of the strategies and all that, how do they find you and how do you help them?
2: Yeah. So I actually have, um, so I, ha- I have a coaching program. Um, my coaching program will actually help you build your entire marketing e- ecosystem. So all these platforms, all the ads that I've been talking about um, will spend a good amount of time with you to build that out. Um, if you want to know more about that, I'm actually holding a free three day challenge that will take you high level to the strategy of what, you know, of those concepts um, so that you can know a little bit more um behind the scenes around, you know, how we think about things and and how we implement. So if you're interested in that free three-day challenge, it's at www.thegrowthboss.com forward slash challenge. Um, And we'd love to see you guys there.
0: Amazing. Thegrowthboss.com forward slash challenge. Yeah. Perfect. Exciting. I've got to run through that just because uh, I'd love to see the content in there. In in terms of the podcast that you run, you've got to mention that as well.
2: Oh, yes. Yes. So I co-host a podcast. It's called The Making It Podcast. Um, And it is actually about the skincare um, e-commerce business that um, my co-founder and I started. And it's basically a real-time on the ground chat about what are all the things that we're doing you know, that week, that day, um, what's working, what's not, The things that we're thinking about doing. Um, so it, it ta- kind of takes you with a, a little bit of insight. You speak to some really cool people like yourself, Kevin, on there um, who have also, who brings a wealth of experience and knowledge in other areas um, that augment our own. So it's a very, um, very cool podcast for anyone who is in physical products, trying to sell them online. Um, yeah, come check it out, themakingitpodcast.com.
0: Much appreciated. Thanks for all the value. It has a ton of information, ton of value dropped there. So very much appreciated, Deirdre. Uh, Looking forward to having you back on the show again. Thanks. Thanks. Take care. Bye-bye.
1: Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Product Startup Podcast. design.com for a free consultation from one of Maco Designs, four design studios from coast to coast. Thanks for listening and see you next time.